Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Relove Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Essie Spencer. I'm an author, a coach, and I help brilliant, magical women like you to create love. And I've helped women from all around the world, from their 20s through to their 60s, to step into a beautiful, loving relationship. You can head over to my website, Essie Spencer, click on uh, testimonials, and you can read some of the stories and watch videos and listen to podcasts of some of the women that I have supported to first and foremost step into unconditional self-love and self-acceptance. It's of course about really committing to what is oftentimes a lifelong journey of really treating yourself with kindness and self-love, self-compassion. I'm going to speak about that particularly in this episode. And then I also help women to have fun dating, like to enjoy the courtship process and to ultimately become magnetic to the kind of suitors that are really interesting for them, who are emotionally mature, who are well regulated, who are really a match for them in terms of the underlying desires for their life, their vision and their values and so forth. So it is a really beautiful program, which I run, which is called Relove. And in this particular podcast, I answer questions from listeners of the podcast and also speak into some of the more general themes that come up inside of my coaching containers. So in this episode, we're going to dive into a really good question and it is how to receive without fear. And this is a question which comes up time again, both time and again, both in terms of my listeners and people who are working with me on a deeper level. So the question today is one that I've heard over and over, and I work with my clients quite deeply on this actually, and it is how to receive without fear. And specifically, this comes up in the context of women who want to receive greater love inside of a relationship context and who often use the words, I want to be more in my feminine. I want to receive love from the masculine. It doesn't need to be a man, you know, but most of the women who do come through relove are really wanting to embody their feminine. You know, that's the, those are the words that they use in terms of really coming into a deeper relationship with themselves, with their body, with their natural cycles, with their rhythms, and also being in a place of receivership, of being more. And they often tend to be craving that inside of their intimate and romantic relationships because they're real go-getters. And so in their professional life, they're out they're kicking goals, you know, they're doers, they're initiators, they're shakers. Um, And so inside of the relational context, so inside of the home, they want to practice coming into more of that being mode of operating. And what often happens for the women that I work with is that it's a little bit of a rusty transition for them. And they actively seek my support around coming more into that feminine way of being and to specifically like receive love from, from the masculine side of relationship. Because what might happen is that they realize there are some blocks, they're experiencing some unconscious vows about receiving that love often tends to be about not feeling worthy of that love. And it can also be around feeling scared of receiving love. And so I want to dive into the fear aspect inside of this podcast episode, because it is so common. And if you are someone who has experienced challenging relationships in the past, then you may be relating to this because perhaps in the past, you have received love from the masculine and the relationship has ended up dragging you down in some way. It hasn't been healthy in some way, uh, or it hasn't actually been in your highest interest. And so I think it's really important if you've got some past patterning around that to know that even if that is the case, it is still possible 
for you to receive healthy love from the masculine, if that's what you want. Even if your history, even if your pattern has not been that, it is possible for you to change that pattern. It's possible for you to release those blocks and to be open and available for love. And what I would invite you to do is to be really kind and gentle with yourself truly so accepting of yourself. And I will, in this podcast episode, speak through a beautiful self-compassion practice, which you may wish to journal on. You may wish to meditate or contemplate on if that feels like it's going to be supportive for you. If one of the things that you're bumping up against is that feeling of fear around receiving inside of a relationship and, you know, receiving support and receiving attention, receiving affection, receiving love, whatever that receiving is for you specifically. Specifically, um, just know that it's actually very normal. Like it's something which, again, I hear all of the time. We might not have all of the pieces of data or information that we need as to understand why it is that we feel that fear. I mean, sure, maybe we can point to a previous relationship where we received love from the masculine in the past, or we received what we thought was love actually, and it ended up being really harmful or hurtful, or the relationship ended up being a net negative in our life. Maybe it's something that's happened to your ancestors that is actually not part of your lived experience, but yet you're still carrying that fear inside of your DNA because it's been passed down to you through the family line. Maybe it's fear that you've picked up from the collective. Like maybe you're really feeling other people's fear because you are a highly sensitive, absorbent person. And so what I'm trying to offer here is like not a thousand roads of excavation that you could go down, but actually the, 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 the possibility that we might not actually know where that fear is coming from. And so whilst of course, I'll leave it to your discretion, if it's appropriate, for you to seek therapeutic support to find out for you specifically what's going on in terms of the fear for you because of your history and your context and a trained practitioner would be helpful for you in that environment. Like listen to that intuition and and follow that lead. Um, But just for the purposes of this podcast episode, like coming back into just this beautiful place of acceptance that there is fear, just naming the fear and being with that right here, right now. That's the very first step to then being able to hold very tenderly that fear and also ultimately to gently with no rush and no expectation as to time frame, but just very gently hold that fear in a way where it will dissolve, where you're going to be able to open up to, to what the next step is for you. So the second thing that I'd invite you to consider is safety. And specifically, if you're finding it hard to open up and to receive without fear, are you in a safe situation? And so we never need to push ourselves to try to open up or to receive if the situation that we're in is not safe. And by safe, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are, you know, at risk of, um, terrible, grievous bodily harm, right? You know, it's also around emotional safety and psychological safety, particularly if you are someone who is incredibly sensitive. And of course, if you've had challenging experiences in the past, and so your heart is particularly tender, you know, the invitation here is to 
really lean into the kind of situations that people demonstrating to you that they've got that emotional maturity, that they are well-regulated, that they're able to co-create those conditions of psychological safety with you. Because you can never feel like you can receive without fear if you are in a situation that doesn't feel safe for you. Like that's just going to make you feel more scared if you try to push yourself to receive there. And so ensuring safety will look like being really clear about what it is that you need in relationship and then filtering for that. So specifically vetting in the earlier phases of connecting with someone to ensure that say they do have those qualities of sensitivity, of maturity, of an of curiosity. That's something I've touched on in previous episodes, actually. You know, these are the kind of qualities that you want to be looking for in someone. You know, the invitation here is to be thinking about what does safety actually look for you? What needs do you have in terms of all aspects of your safety? Um, Not just physical safety, but again, emotional and psychological safety. And then what kind of qualities would you, would be supportive of you feeling like you can open up in those kind of contexts and then specifically vetting for that. So this is a big part of the Relove program where I take people through what this looks like for them. And then thirdly, what I would recommend that you do is that you find a self-compassion or a self-love practice that really works for you. And I'm going to offer you one in this episode, take it or leave it. And so the first thing is like that self-acceptance. So really acknowledging that you are scared. That's just what is there. That's what's true and live for you. If indeed that is true and live for you. So the self-acceptance and naming the reality of whatever it is that you are experiencing right now and not trying to talk yourself out of it, not trying to reason with yourself that it's not logical and that there's no risk to you right now. So you should not be scared. And hey, I think positive self-talk is awesome. Like, don't get me wrong. However, The issue that I see is that oftentimes when it's coming from a place of judgment against yourself, like if you are feeling on some level that there's something wrong with you or that your feelings are wrong, then you're going to effectively gaslight yourself out of what is true and real for you. So this is why I suggest that you do start with actually naming the truth and you never have to go any deeper than what feels right for you. And so inviting you to really lean in into that discipline of coming back into your heart and to really pay attention to your heart's voice. And your heart's voice is the voice of unconditional love. Your heart's voice is always going to speak to you with loving kindness. If what you're hearing is a voice telling you that you're wrong, then that's your mind's voice and most probably your inner critic. And so just inviting you to really have that discipline to keep coming back, keep returning to your heart's voice and have the discipline of listening out for your heart's voice as well. Because if your mind has run the show for so many years and even many decades, which is the case for so many of us, and indeed we live in societies where the, the that voice of the inner critic of criticism, of blame, of like analysis, like that, that's the loudest voice. And so even, I mean, gosh, you could have like the healthiest family environments. We can be the most loving relationships. So we can still have that inner critic voice internalized and imprinted upon us, particularly for poorest people, you know, and so again, not even internalizing that imprinting as a matter of personal failing, just really inviting yourself to lean into that discipline of listening and specifically listening for your heart's voice, listening for that voice of kindness and love and self-compassion, because that is the truth. 
heart's voice. And as soon as you start hearing that voice, even just like a whisper of that voice once, you know, know that that is just the start of everything really opening for you. You're feeling fear. If we're not going into the why of the fear, you're feeling fear. You know, if you're with a child and and your child was feeling fear, you would open your heart to the child. You would comfort the child. You would be with the child. And so allowing yourself to really be with yourself and comfort yourself and to be kind to yourself. Self-compassion, self-compassion and self-forgiveness is the next step. It's not your fault that you're feeling fear. We don't even know why you're feeling fear. I don't know why you're feeling fear, but I do know that it's pretty much universal in the human condition that we feel fear. And it's not our fault that we're scared. We are humans. We are animals. It's primal. Fear is a reflex response and it's a reflex response to danger. And so whether or not that danger is immediate right in front of us here or whether it's danger of the past or whether it's been danger uh, signals that have been imprinted into our DNA or into our psyche or whatever, I certainly don't know what is the case for you. But what I do know is that fear is a universal response to danger. And so it's not our fault if we're feeling fear or if we're still feeling the tendrils or the past imprinting of fear that we have been subjected to, our ancestors been subjected to, our kinfolk have been subjected to. That is not our fault. That is absolutely not something for us to internalize as personal failing, even if when there's no real reason to feel the fear, like there's no immediate reason, there's no immediate threat to our safety. I mean, you know, if we're feeling the fear, that's that's what it is. And there was a reason why there was that fear there at some point in the past. So the invitation is to forgive ourselves for that, like forgive ourselves for feeling the fear. It's not our fault that we're feeling fear right now. Like our mind tries to fault our base or our animal or a primal nature for something that the mind can't control. We can't control that feeling of fear. And so forgiving ourselves for the fear being present is so important. And tend to yourself with loving kindness. Slowly, gently, in your own way, at your own pace, you never have to rush and you never have to take action. You never have to open up and receive from that person if you don't want to. You don't need to open up and receive right now from that person if you don't want to. You're always in charge of your pace. You have agency. And so allowing yourself to really lean into that self-acceptance, self-compassion and self-forgiveness. And from that place, take action or don't take action. You know, from that place, rest and simply tend to your heart and be with yourself. Heal, get support if that is what feels right for you. Or from that place, Look at what you need and ensure that you have a filtering system, a vetting system for dating and relating, which is actually honoring what is true for your heart, what is true for your body, what is true for your psyche, what is true for your emotional and psychological needs. Inviting you to really lean into those needs and own them and claim them and to release any sense of guilt or shame or release any inner critic and release the mind's voice that you should not be feeling those things or you should be further along or you should have dealt with this by now or, you know, you should be able to open or whatever it is that's your internal narrative. 
just just inviting you to come back to the heart and to follow this really simple practice of that self-acceptance, self-compassion, self-forgiveness. And then from that place, choose to take action or not. Do some journaling, do some contemplation. If some more support around this would be helpful for you, then go and check out that lovable program on my website, ezyspencer.com. Simple, short, self-study. It takes three or four hours to go through it. And I lead you through a longer version of self-compassion and self-forgiveness. There's a lovely audio to help you to build up your sense of self-esteem if that's been knocked around, that sense of self-confidence, that self-belief, and that feeling of hope around the future. There's a lot of practical exercises in that. Check out some of the beautiful free resources over on ezyspencer.com as well if you'd like some extra support. I'm sending you so much love. I know that you are so, so, so lovable. It is possible for you to receive love.